Welcome back to Keeping It Real. I'm your host, Ed Smith, and in today's episode, I was joined by my great friend, Forrest, and we had a great conversation about his journey through life. Tune in and enjoy. instead of bud what's it like why why does she recommend that so like when people are like quitting like drugs and shit like that they're like actually like addicted to it's like good to like have something to like it's like a not only is it like a hand thing because like on people love like holding joints and like holding like their dad pen and shit but also like i get way i get so sick when i quit weed dude yeah and i also get really reliant on it way too easily like, fucking, like, I in the summer, like, you didn't really see me in the summer, but, like, I would wake up with a t- with terrible anxiety, like, 5 a.m., and then I would have to hit my pen immediately or else I would throw up. Really? At 5 o'clock in the morning. And then I'd go back to sleep, like, when I had my pen. And then, like, I would be high from the minute I woke up to the minute I went to sleep. All day. No. Every, every day the entire summer I was Off high. of dad pens or, like, actual weed? Both. Yeah. I did, like, How'd you get into that? Because you said you didn't even smoke really in high school. Uh, once I started smoking in college and there was no one like looking over my shoulder and like making me practice for track, dude, and I had my own choices, I literally just couldn't hold myself back, dude. Yeah. Once I had the opportunity to get carts that easily. yeah. It was fucking, an experience. Yeah, dude. I fucking, like, <laughs> when I, once I get a little bit of weed, dude, I can't just settle with like smoking every once in a while. Like once I get a little taste of it, I want it all the time. Yeah. And so like I can't handle moderation with weed, so it's better for me to just keep it out of my life. Yeah. And this helps me handle my cravings and shit. Like sometimes I'll be like, damn, I really want to smoke weed right now. Uh-huh. But instead I'll just like pop on this a couple times. So what made you go to like what what pushed you to the edge that you knew you were like kind of fucking shit up? So what pushed me to like the edge, what I knew when I knew I actually like had a real problem was when I would be like running low on like weed and shit and I would be like, I would start getting like panic attacks because I would be like, what if I can't get weed in time and I get sick? Cause I would literally start throwing up if I didn't have like weed on time yeah. because of like how bad my addiction was. That's because, crazy. Yeah. Like my, some people can just handle smoking and quitting whenever they want, but like my body just can't handle that. When you, like what time period was this? Uh, like it was two weeks into URI. Like, I'd been going to classes, like, in person and online, and I was just so high the whole time. Like, yeah. in the bathroom before, like, walking around campus, just hitting my pen. And then, like, my parents, I literally, I ran out one time, and I had to have my dad drive to the dispensary in Mass to get me carts because I literally was going to get really sick. Yeah. And then my dad's like, okay, that's the, I'm like, I'm never doing that for you again. Like, you have to, fit, you have to, like, straighten your shit out. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's fair. And then when I ran out, again and I was like dad I'm sorry I need you to do it again he was like no like I need you to quit and so I went cold turkey and I uh, uh, I lost like 15 pounds within the span of a couple of days I'm I couldn't throwing up and shit I couldn't eat I couldn't sleep um, I was basically on the amount of sedatives I was taking like to get off of the weed I was basically taking like a Xanax and a half like every day Jesus. just to get off of the weed and like I still was only sleeping three hours a night max and like I, I, would, I would maybe eat 500 calories in a day like Fuck, maybe 
That's wild. Yeah, and it and like it makes your anxiety get so much worse when Nick, you go from having the weed to calm you all the time to nothing. Yeah. Like nothing felt like it could do as much for me as weed did. Damn. Very hard to maintain a good relationship. It, yeah, with dude. Weed. I, like I can't go. I can't be one of those kids who smokes casually. Like it's all or nothing for me, and that's why I have to cut it out for my, for my life now. So what? What? Um. Like, how'd you get into rehab? Was that when did you call that? My uh, my parents uh got me into it because um, after like the first day, like it was just it was way worse than the first time I had quit. It was the second time I had quit weed and then gotten back onto it, and uh. I was, it was like way, the sickness was way worse than the first time. So I was like, mom, I don't think I can do this by myself. Like, I, th I feel like I'm literally gonna die. Like, I literally feel like I'm dying. And like, so she got me into this program. And uh, there was, it was like the middle program. There was the program where you stay there overnight, every night, and like, you're at the hospital. And then the one below it was like, you go like, you know, in the afternoon for like a little while and shit. And then I was in the middle one where you go like, <coughs> bless you. Bless you. Where you go, like, most of the day, and then you go home, like, at night and shit, and then come back the next day. Uh-huh. So that's that's the one I did, and uh, my parents got me into that, and I was there for two weeks. How When when did it start helping, you think? Uh, I'd say, like, as soon as I was done with the actual symptoms of the withdrawal, like, and I could focus on, like, getting better instead of just not feeling the pain. Yeah. Then that's when it started to get better, like, talking in group therapy, and, uh... Did like, that help when you saw other people, like, dealing with some shit, the same, same Oh, yeah, thing for there? sure. It wasn't just for, like, substance abuse. It was also, it was, like, a program for depression, anxiety, and substance abuse. And so, like, people were in there for all kinds of shit, but there was also a lot of people like me that were in there for similar things. Yeah. That's interesting. So what's the, what's the type of shit they have you doing? So basically, imagine, like, you go in there and you find, uh, like the equivalent of like a conference room, right? And they've uh -huh. got your name on the door with a bunch of other names. And so you go in there with people you don't know. And uh, you have to put an immense amount of trust into these people that you don't even know. And tell them, you know, the shit that's really eating you up, bro. And once you're able to get some of that stuff out to people that you like barely know, and they can get that stuff out to you. And like you guys can give experiences from your different perspectives and your different like, your different points in life that you're at. Like there was people as old as 25 there. And then, like, people as young as 18 or 17 in there. Yeah. The Damn. young adult program. You com they're just gaining complete trust with strangers. That's like, insane. Yeah. Like, that's... Was that scary? It was really scary, dude. Like, the first couple of days, I, I dealt with a lot of anxiety in it. Like, you know, like, panic attacks. They I was in this group for a little while that I really liked for the first few days, and they switched me to a different group. And I, was, I went from being in a group with... There was another boxer in the group... And there was like a couple of like hot girls in the group, like a couple of like, it was pretty, it was pretty reasonable. It was almost like a class in high school. Yeah. And then I got moved to a group where I was the only, um, there was one other guy who was, uh, who like, there was like a, there was one guy who was gay in the group and then there was a transgender girl and then it was all girls. And so like, I went from being pretty comfortable in the dynamic that I was in to feeling like sort of like an outsider to that other group. Yeah. And then that was when it really started to help was having to open up to people that like, I felt like I didn't really relate to, you know yeah. what I mean? Wow. Instead of people sure. that I did relate to. Yeah, definitely makes sense. That's yeah. fucking wild. It was dude. And like, it changed a lot about my perspective. Like, you know, like I'm, you know, I like, I used to, I, you know, I used to have, Justin knows, like I used to have pretty hateful views about uh, both gay people and transgenders. Like I used to 
not really approve of either uh mostly because of like my like catholic school upbringing and stuff like they yeah. sort of drill that into you that it's like uh the one thing that my teacher used to say was it's supposed to be adam and eve not adam and steve yeah and uh that's just programming from yeah, that fucking age. Crazy. that's literally just insane. programming and yeah i know but um yeah and then also that was like the that was like the gay thing mostly but then the transgender the first experience i ever had with a transgender was i uh i like there was one in my high school and i didn't know what to call them i didn't know what pronouns they went by like that was in the early stages of like transgenders being accepted and so by pure mistake since i didn't know what to call them i didn't know what pronouns or whatever to call them i didn't know what they went by i called them an it and uh like word got a word got around to that person that i called them it instead of like she or her or them or whatever and uh they basically like tried to ruin my life like they got my hot ass girlfriend to break up with me like got so many people to say that i was like a terrible person and like this this like this girl who was on the process of becoming a guy like wanted to fight me like in school and i was like i can't fight you like you're a girl like i like you know what i mean like yeah so my first experience with transgenders was very negative so uh that kind of shaped the way that i thought about them a lot and uh especially i held a lot of resentment because the girlfriend that i was dating at the time i was super into and then she totally just like completely abandoned me when she when like that person like convinced her to like break up with me like cold turkey like completely just done with me that's crazy yeah it sucked dude that's but like trauma man yeah talk about trauma but then when I uh, when I got into this group and I was able to see like I can't just like deny these people's like feelings like I can't treat them as less than me because they're not less than me they're people too and they've got very intense struggles like you know maybe not the same as mine you know they're different but like going like not getting accepted like by most of society must be extremely tough yeah and like you know I feel that same way especially with how much I used to get bullied and stuff so you know I understood them and I sort of came to an understanding where. I didn't feel the same way that I used to about them anymore. That's awesome. Did you ever open up to him about that yeah, stuff? Yeah, I actually did um, to the gay kid, not to the transgender girl, uh, just because I was worried that she was going to get mad. She was a little she was a little fiery. Yeah. But um, I, like, told the gay kid, I was like, listen, dude, like, you, like, literally had, like, a big role in, like, you know, I was pretty homophobic, like, before, like, I met you guys and stuff, but, like, being able to talk to you guys and, like, see, like, what you guys are going through and, like, how it's, like, a reality and not just, like, something that I push to the back of my mind and, like, ignore when I think about, like, my homophobic views, you know, I really changed my views, and I was, you know, now I definitely am, you know, pretty ashamed of, like, the way I used to think about it, but yeah. it's in the past, you know, and it wasn't, like, I'm not going to say it wasn't my fault, but, like, you know, you I... You didn't know any better. Yeah, that's not who you are anymore. That way. Yeah, that's, not, sure. who, that's yeah. not who you are anymore. But once you finally got the chance to question shit on your own, you figured it out. Oh, yeah. You know, which is important, figuring it out on your own. That also means a lot more than someone telling you right from wrong and you just believe in that as well too you know yeah which makes definitely. sense but damn that's wild how did that affect your boxing like training you mean like being in rehab yeah um honestly a lot um for a while i uh i was boxing like during the whole summer and shit like and i was like i said i was high all the time so like even when i was boxing um honestly i definitely was it definitely made me worse at boxing when i was high but it made me, I made me like it better, cause like shit was like slowed down. I felt like I was in the matrix and yeah, shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially sparring, dude. Sparring when you're high is crazy, because like, you don't feel the hits as much, and also things feel slowed down, so you can like see more openings and stuff. Interesting. But um, I think I've gotten like a lot better since I quit. But uh, when I was going through the withdrawals and like when I was in such a high caloric deficit and stuff, like 
I would gas out in like five minutes. So like I couldn't train to my full capacity for like three weeks, and that was yeah. pretty tough because I went from training for like an hour and a half every day to like ten minutes max. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. When you were when you went through like the program at rehab, well, um, when did when did you like check out of it? I guess. Um, so it was like I did two um, two weeks, but the weekends were at home, so it was ten days total. Uh, and I so I checked out on like uh, a f- like the Friday, um, the second Friday I was there. I guess like the last the last day. Some people were there for only like five days. Some people were there for like fifteen days. So. I sort of like was in the middle. Yeah. That's crazy. When yeah. you um when you came out like you you're still in touch with those people who helped you. Correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. And like they they stay on your shit and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and I and I try to check in with them. Like I mean like it's not like we we don't like really have like streaks and stuff. Like we don't like talk like every day like but like I try to check in with them and they and they check in with me, you know. That's awesome. That's yeah, nice dude, to have a lot of good people, bro. Sure. Like one of the like that gay kid that I was telling you about um like he, he i guess he's i guess he's bi actually um but what i was saying is uh he texted me a couple of nights ago when he was at a party and he's like hey man like um i just, like i i'm about to go up and talk to these girls and uh, i have no idea like how to start like how to start talking to them like what line should i use like and i was like are you trying to flirt with them or are you just trying to talk to them and he's like a little bit of both and like it's like crazy because like i never like a month a year ago like i never would have even been in contact with someone like that and yeah. now i'm like giving him like advice on like how to talk to people and like checking in with him and like he checks in with me like you know shit like that's it really feels good you know yeah that's awesome that's life-changing yeah and then since then you've been on your fucking grind shit oh yeah dude that you just set into that and then that became your new addiction just fucking yeah dude all i think about is the bag that's why damn i fucking i love boxing so much dude it's done more for me than any than anything else in like my life honestly like besides maybe like the group therapy like boxing like totally changed my confidence change like like i guess like before like i was in good shape from lifting and running but like i like boxing shape the best yeah and it it fucking like i used to be so scared of confrontations no matter if they were physical or just verbal because of how bad i got bullied when i was younger i just turned into a scared kid and like i would get so defensive and scared so easily and uh boxing really changed that and like i'm not really scared the way i used to be and i can handle myself in like a you know, like a man now, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I get that. That's some, re- like, part of the reason I want to learn how to box is just to fucking have that confidence. That confidence, you know. Something happens, you can handle yourself. Dude, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, when me and like when me and Justin first met, like, we butted heads a little bit. We were, we were like, doing a little <laughs> yeah, fucking... Yeah, like putting two beta fish in one tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't really, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> two alphas. Two alphas. Do you know what a beta fish is, though? I don't know what a beta fish is. Beta fishes fight each other. Oh, that's why. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought he was calling us beta fish. No, 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 I was like, no. I was like, uh, no, but yeah. <laughs> I, what I was gonna say is, me and me and Justin were like. Bo- I thought we were getting sneaked. I yeah, thought I was, I was gonna like, get hit. I thought he was, I was getting like, sneaked. Let's put on the gloves right now. Dude, <laughs> now nah, beta fish are alphas. Like they're two alphas. They're, I don't know why they call them beta. No, I know. I know what you're talking. They like they like you can't have them in the tank. You have to put dividers. Yeah, one of them will fucking kill the other. Me and Forrest egos were just yeah. I can only they recognize another like, fucking like I remember on, I was on I was actually uh, fuck that's crazy it was a year ago today, I, I was on Halloween a year ago yeah. I don't know if you remember that but we were getting drunk in my room and it was me and you and Evan in there and like I don't remember what I was mad about some bullshit dude and I like I like made like a joke about like you skipping the gym that day 
and then like we went we started just going back and forth and then like we were like in each other's faces in my room do you remember that like we were literally about a yeah, fight in my so. room and then like evan had to break us up and that was just Evan like, broke us up. There's no way Evan broke us up. No, Evan was just like, whoa, 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 guys. <laughs> like, you guys are friends. He's that comedic effect that calmed us down. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Okay. But, um... Damn, I can picture that, too. Like, both... It's crazy because I've seen... I haven't really seen... I mean, I saw a glimpse of, like, your past personality-ish, but I, like, I could definitely see that with Justin fucking not... I could see that shit for sure. Trying to like just start beef with some shit. No, no, nah, yes, dude. It bro. wasn't even about. It used the, to be like that. It you wasn't even. Beef on some it wasn't even about him like starting beef about it. It was just more about the fact that like one thing I really respect about him is like Justin doesn't back down. Like, yeah, from, Justin doesn't take disrespect. I, I know, and, and I respect and I respect that. But the thing, you know, like at the time, like I was trying to be the same way, so I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. neither of us were gonna budge. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, Justin doesn't feel pain either, so he'll just fucking <laughs> keep going until he dies. Let's go. Yeah, dude. I uh, yeah, I remember when uh, when I when I refereed Justin's uh, Justin's first amateur boxing bout <laughs> against uh, one and zero on the streets. One, he's one, one and zero dude, against uh, this kid. I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> we don't need to put Protect, names. We don't need to put Protect. names in here. Winners well, let's just say we we wish this was on video. I wish this was on video. I would give anything for this to be on video. <laughs> um, Justin hit him so hard with some right hooks that I thought the kid was gonna break his neck. Damn. Like, dude, I, like I had like this kid was, and the, the, this is the thing that makes it like the most impressive is I had been like working out with this kid, and like this kid was training like strictly boxing for like months. Like he had been sparring, he had been hitting the bag, shadow boxing, like the like the like all the exercises that like boxing coaches want you to do specifically, like all that shit, getting like just like getting ready because he wanted to go into like boxing, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. For like a career, and Justin, like said, no, you don't. Justin, <laughs> Justin said, no, you dude, don't. Justin was like, yo, tell your boy I want to spar him, and I was like, okay, and then so like, oh fuck, I said his name, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Whatever, man. I can cut it out if you want. You want to. It doesn't it. matter. He's not gonna listen to this shit. <laughs> he does, he's fucking. He's a blacksmith. He lives in a hey, hole. Hey, dude. It's, it's just the facts, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm keeping it real, bro. If like, if I'm keeping it real, dude, Justin beat his ass. Dude. Like, so what happened is Justin like hit the bag like twice to prepare. Me and Justin sparred for like one three minute round, I think, maybe two, but like at like fifty percent. And like, dude, like barely any preparation, and then like Justin just beat the shit. Out of him, it was so bad. And there was like there was and the the thing that made it better is like me and Justin's boys came to watch it. Like I don't know if it, you never got to meet either of these kids, but B Wood and Mian were we were both friends with them like for a while before uh, before I left Assumption and shit. And uh, the three of I was refereeing it, and then B Wood and Mian were just watching it, and dude, we were fucking losing it, bro. That's hilarious. Because this kid was a defensive boxer, right? But the yeah. problem is Justin's not a boxer; he's just a dog. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> that you can't you can't play defense against someone who doesn't lay off because they just don't lay off. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So like every time he would like do one of his little head rolls and duck one of Justin's punches, and he would come back up expecting to land a counter punch, Justin would just hit him again. <laughs> and like I thought this kid was gonna get knocked out. Like we all thought he was gonna get knocked out. Like he was stumbling all over the place. Like it was it was fucking. Damn. Legit. What do you, what do, you do? Did he keep training boxing after that, or he's like, ah, oh, fuck. He, he, I think he realized it wasn't for him after that. Yeah. He uh, he, he texted me afterwards and he was like, hey, what up, Finn? Finn, it's okay. No, Finn's just getting hyped up. Because no, I know. He's, he's excited to be down here. He's, hearing, he's hearing about you going oh, okay. dog on somebody. But, uh. Finn knows. Yeah, dude. He was The kid was super salty afterwards. He was like, he was like, I thought this was supposed to be like sparring. Like, he was like, he's like, I should have taken his head off. And I was like, yeah, man. You should have if you could have. We went three rounds. You think how at the first minutes? round he'd get it, right? Like this is like how many minutes? 
Nah, he knew it was happening. He's just t- yeah. tight. He got his ass. No, beat. exactly. He was just he was just his pride talking because he was mad he got his ass beat. Yeah. He well, like I said, like he's all into like the strategy of boxing. He's not into the fucking like raw like you know like put your shoulders up and punch. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So he was like trying to like like he ducked a couple of Justin's punches and he had some pretty good defensive moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like he just couldn't land the counter punches because Justin just was just not relenting. Yeah. <laughs> And like I said, I literally thought the kid's neck was going to get broken by some of those hooks, dude. Like, put it, dude, like, that's the linebacker mentality, bro, I swear. Yeah. Terrell Suggs out there. Terrell Suggs in a bitch. That's, yeah, I can picture that shit. Justin, damn, Finn really has changed. He, I've never even seen him sit down here, and now he's on your lap. Dude, I told you, we had an intimate moment dude, he looks where like, he showed me his He looks like a king. Dude, he ju- showed ju- me yeah. his belly while I was rubbing it. Justin looks like British royalty right now. He's yeah. just got this... Beautiful dog just sitting on his lap. That's fine. Nah, Finn's the goat. But so, what's the plan with boxing now? So, I'm th- what I'm thinking is, uh, in my mind, dude, it's it's a very like it's a very it's a double edged sword. I feel like either way, I'm sort of like gonna be disappointed, um, because if I, if I go all into it and I you know take the amateur bouts and try to turn pro, like I, this is called this is called keeping it real. So like I'm gonna keep it real. I have no doubt in my mind that I could be a world champion someday. Yep. Like, I have no fear. Like, I don't care who they put me up against because they're going to be my weight. Like, it's not like I'm going to be fighting some behemoth, bro. Like, in my mind, like, if I go in all in on this shit, like, I believe that I could be the world champion someday. But at the same time, like, the cost that that's going to take on my body, like, I was uh, talking about this earlier to Justin. Like, my grandpa was a fighter, and he's got Parkinson's now. And uh, that's a huge, like, health thing to consider, especially since I've already had three-plus concussions yeah. before I even take an amateur bout. Um, one or two of them are from sparring, like hard sparring and shit, without like a mouth guard in or anything. Yeah, which was fucking stupid of me. But and then I drank on the concussion, which is fucking terrible. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so I I'm, you got I'm, no time to heal from it, man. Yeah, exactly. I was goes straight to taking sped the alcohol. Sped gun on the concussion, dude. That, that was a bad look. That's toxic. I know. But, yeah, poison. But the other the other side of it is that like, I would love to get in the ring and I'd love to prove everything that I can do. But at the same time, I feel like the reason why I want to get into the ring is just to prove to those kids who used to bully me, like, how much of a badass I am now and that they can't, like, fuck with me and that, like, they can't push me around anymore. But the truth is, like, I've already proved that and I don't need to prove that to them, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you proved it to yourself. I proved it to myself, but also, you haven't heard this story yet, but this would be a really good story. Um, the, I was at a party a couple weekends ago. It was the first party I had been to since I got out of rehab. Yeah. Like, the first big party I had been to. And uh, there was a ton of people there, a bunch of people from my middle school that used to fuck with me. And uh, one kid who was particularly bad to me came up to me and told me, you know, so said, what's up? You know, dap me up. And I was like, uh, like fucking like, you know that dap when you like don't want to dap someone up, but like they go for it. So I was like, whatever. (laughs) I was like, whatever. Your boys are all here. I'll dap you up, whatever. So I I was like, yo, I saw a video of you boxing, bro. Your hands look like shit. Like, I literally just said that to him, like, right to his face, like, because I wanted to fight him. I, like, I you hate, said that first? Yeah, I hated his ass, dude. He was he literally bullied me in middle school, Damn. bro. I saw that, said this kid, I saw, I saw that video of you boxing, I said, your hands look like shit. I, this is keeping it real, so I'm, I'm telling the true ass story. <laughs> and, and he was like, yeah, bro, and this is how he reacted. He goes, yeah, bro, like, they're definitely nothing like yours, dude. He goes, I've been watching your videos, like, I'm a fan of that shit, bro. So he fucking, not only did he, and then he pulled me aside later in the night and, like, apologized, like, profusely for, like, the way he used to treat me and shit. And like out of fear, or do you think he actually felt? Bad? I don't care which way he felt. All that matters is that they know they can't push me around anymore. Yeah. I mean, like I would, I would have liked for it to be genuine, but yeah, to yeah. me, I'd rather, like, I'd rather get an apology out of fear than no apology at all. You know what I mean? Like either way, he showed that he he lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I didn't even have to put a finger on him, and he lost. That's he, crazy. he beat me up one time in middle school before I knew how to fight. Yeah. And I didn't even have to put a finger on him, and he fucking apologized to me and told me he was my fan now. That's he used to crazy. bully me, and he said he's a fan now. Tell about the one that, uh... That was the best feeling of my entire life. Wants to pay life. you for really? Holy the shit, best, yeah. really? Best feeling of my entire life was when a kid who used to bully me really badly told me he was my fan now. That's wild. Damn. And when I could say to his Imagine face that, that his hands looked like shit, and he was like, yeah, bro, they're definitely nothing like yours. That's crazy. That was the best feeling of my entire life, dude. And was were you debating about... So you know how you saw your grandfather with Parkinson's and you were debating him on, like, fighting... Was this debate already happening in your head yeah. when that moment happened? Yeah, and that, so were that you sort like, of oh fuck, like I don't need to do yeah, this. Yeah, that really played towards the side of like I really don't need to do this because yeah. like when I saw like that way he reacted and shit, and then like other kids at the party were like, "Damn, bro, like you're looking good, dude." Like the kids hadn't seen me in like years and shit, and they were like, "You know, <laughs> you're like damn, bro, like you're looking good." Like I heard you boxing now and all this shit. Like you know, people offer, offering me like drinks, offering me hits of their fucking joint and shit, even though I don't smoke anymore. Like. You know, felt you know people oh, treating me like like the heavyweight champ just walked in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just crazy. Just because they didn't want smoke. But you know, like that was a good feeling. But uh, the fucking the other story that Justin wanted me to say was there was this kid who used to bully me in high school, um, who used to always like go get on me all the time about how track wasn't a sport and like how I wasn't a real athlete and about like, dude, this is how fucked up. He used to go like during class prayer. He used to like, he was like, I want to like pray for the track club. And, like, and like instead of the track team, he would, like, call it a club all the time. And he'd be like, it's not a sport. Like, he'd be like, who's bringing snacks, like, to the club meeting today? Like, who's just, like, trying to fuck with me, like, yeah, all the yeah. time. Like, he'd be, like, literally just, like, trying to, like, fucking emasculate me. and take why'd, my... that, why'd that shit get to you so much? Because everyone did it, dude. And it was the only sport I'd ever been good at. Yeah. I'd been bullied my whole life for not being athletic was one of the things I got bullied for was not being good at sports. And, like, trying out for teams and not making them. Yeah. And shit. And, uh, like, people used to tell me I couldn't even wear, like, the Nike clothes to school and shit because I wasn't an athlete. Like, people would tell me, like, to fucking, like, wear different shoes to school and shit. Or, like, don't wear that shit to school. Like, you don't play basketball, bro. That's crazy. I know, dude. It was terrible. Like, that shit had a huge effect on me. That's why it Wait, got to did me you so guys, much. When you were getting bullied, did you guys have phones? Yeah. Like, iPhones and shit? Yeah. And, like, so it would, it would happen nonstop? It fo- yeah, it followed me home every night. That's crazy. My mom would cr- my mom would cry looking at my Instagram, seeing kids say shit to me. Really? Yeah, that is. I'll never forget some of the shit people said to me. I'll never forgive some of those people, no matter how long I live. Why the fuck you, bro? Like, why you? Because I was an easy target. I made music. I wasn't in good shape. Like, I I would like I wouldn't like I was scared. Like, so I wouldn't fight them. Like, yeah. You know, I was an easy target, bro. Like kids in the high when I was in middle school, kids that were juniors in high school would be commenting on my Instagram saying that they couldn't wait till I got to the high school to fuck me up. Damn. That's fucking Do you know the type crazy. of effect that had on me mentally, bro? I cannot imagine. That literally just made me put up so many walls and just try to turn myself into the scariest motherfucker I could be, bro. When did you, you start turning into a badass? Probably about junior year. So um, when you went to... So did you go to that school that people said they were Nah, going? I didn't go there because I was so scared of, like, what was going to happen to me. Like, I would have gotten into fights every day. So you were... What, what's... When you went to high school... Did the problem stop because you went to a different high school? No, nah, uh, not really, but they were, they were like, I'm not going to lie, they were definitely less than they would have been if I had gone to the public school, but they were just different when I went to Prout. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, like, some of it followed me and shit, but, like, kids just found different ways to bully me. Like, even when I became an athlete and I became, like, varsity and track and cross country, like, kids still, like, would tell me that I wasn't an athlete and, like, what I was doing wasn't a sport, and it just tapped into that part of my head that like like I've been diagnosed with PTSD and shit from like the bullying that I used to get like by multiple therapists and stuff like 
I get like flashbacks and shit and like so something that might seem like a minor insult will like affect me on like a huge level and make yeah. me feel like 25 different experiences at once that's crazy yeah so like it shouldn't have affected me that much and it didn't affect other people on the team that much but it affected me that much yeah and then did you start getting anxiety in high school before smoking yeah I did I started getting really bad anxiety uh junior and senior year uh I would like I probably left school early like at least once a week like because I was just such bad anxiety such bad anger and I would just leave school and go to the gym and just like work out and then go home and just like fucking cry because I didn't know what else to do yeah and I didn't have a lot of friends like I didn't have like parties to go to like I said I didn't really party in high school I didn't have like a lot of friends I hung out with like two people because I was you know I wasn't popular like I might have been good at sports and like I might have got girls but like I wasn't popular at all by any means um, who started training you in boxing? Who was like, all right. The first person that started training me in boxing was my uncle, uh, not really my uncle, but family friend, uh, close family friend that I call uncle, Halal O'Leary. And he's a retired cage fighter. And uh, he went through a lot of the shit I went through because he, he was Jewish and uh, he grew up in uh, New York City and like people were very like anti-Semitic to him and shit. And he had to deal with like a lot of people jumping him and shit. Yeah. Uh, like, like Italians and shit like in that, uh, like I'm Italian and stuff, but like, like back at I guess back in like that area people were prejudiced against Jews in like that area and time period and uh so like he understands a lot of the same shit I do about like having to like force yourself to become a badass because you're like so scared of what's happening to you you know what I mean yeah and uh so he started training me in boxing but also showing me to use like my self-control and shit like I did karate and shit when I was a little kid but like I don't like you know most of the stuff that I learned from boxing is either from like Hillel or from like myself or from like Muay Thai. I did Muay Thai as well for like a long time, and which that's like a pretty holistic martial art. It's called Muay Thai just means Thai boxing. Yeah. And it's like boxing but with kicking knees and elbows, so it's like super hardcore. Yeah. So like some of my boxing comes from that, but most of it is from like Hillel and like me teaching myself, like from, yeah. from YouTube videos and shit, just over and over. You ever have to fucking unleash your boxing skills on someone? Uh, not really, honestly. Um, not anymore. Like, I mean, like, I never really, like, I've, like, I've thrown a couple of punches, like, in my life, like, at people, like, to get them to stop fucking with me, but, like, I've never hit someone full force in my entire life. Yeah. Um, because I've never had the need to, like, I'm, I guess I'm saving that for, like, when I really need to use it. Like, even in sparring, like, even in, like, even when I have, like, hit kids before, like, I never have hit someone 100% before, and, like... I am sort of, like, honestly, if I'm being real, like, scared of the amount of damage I can do to someone because of the amount of time that I put in training. Yeah. Like, I could, like you know, especially, like, bare knuckle or, like, with my rings on and shit, like, I could kill someone by accident in a street fight. Mm-hmm. People die in the boxing ring every yeah. year. And especially with my elbows and shit, like, the shit I learned. With, I just showed Justin that shit earlier. I could kill someone with that Louisville slugger move. He's got that extra gear that he can throw it into fucking... Yeah. Yeah, and I worry I'm about crazy. that, dude, like... There was, there's kids that I've seen, like, that used to fuck with me that, like, if I wasn't worried about, like, what, like, what could happen to me, like, me getting, like, in a mad amount of trouble and shit, I would have just fucked them up on the spot. Yeah. But, like, you know, I haven't really had to. And, like, there have been times where I've been close to recently and just nobody wants smoke with me anymore. That's good. Yeah. So if someone did want smoke with you, how would you stop yourself from going full fucking bad shit crazy on them? I'd say you got ten seconds before I rip your fucking heart out. Jesus. I say you either walk away or I'm gonna fucking put you on your ass, bro. I'm not stopping when you go to the ground. 
Someone's gonna have to pull you off. Yeah, exactly. You just need someone holding Dude, a leash behind you. That's why they call me the bull. That's why they call me the bull. That's why they call me the bull. That's why my boys call me the bull. That's crazy. Because once I see that fucking red flag, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> um, um, Forrest got some good analogies. Always yeah, you do. That. He's got bars. But uh, so you just you just train boxing out of straight like that's that's your thing, you know. Tell us about the energy that you channel through doing boxing. Sometimes when I box, I like think of like people that were really bad to me. Um, there's this one kid in high school <laughs> right. when I went to the bathroom. He took my uh, he took my track bag that had my uniform, my gear, like my spikes, my baton, like the baton for the relays and shit, all that shit. He threw it out in the trash can and then had people throw their food out on top of it to cover it and then convinced everyone not to tell me that it did even happened. Nevertheless, who did it? So I went like a year without figuring out who did this shit. My coach was also like did the recycling program at the school. So he found it and he was like, Forrest, like I got to ask you not to do so anything about this. And I was like, coach, I'm sorry. I can't not do something about this. And uh, I would have done something about it. it. Like I found out like the literally like the last week of senior year. And like that was the only kid in my entire high school who could have beaten me in a fight at the time. Yeah. But now like if I saw it, it would be go time. Yeah. Like I think about him when I like hit the bag a lot. That's great. What, like, why, though? Does it make you feel better? Yeah. Like, it makes me feel like I have power. I felt powerless when you did that to me. Yeah. I couldn't even figure out who did it. I get that. At what point do you say, though, like, it doesn't fucking matter? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's over. It already happened. Dude, like, I try so hard to accept that, dude, but, like, sometimes it's just too much for me to handle, dude. Like, every the, time you hit the bag, you Not think every about time it? I hit the bag, just, just sometimes. like sometimes. Yeah, I get that. Like, I, a lot of time I'm hitting it thinking about, like, how the way I look on the bag, like, my movements, and, like, you know, if I'm using engaging the right muscles, you know, making the right slips. Like, I often, like, most of the time I, like, envision, like, Mike Tyson in my mind and just try to, like, make as similar movements to him as I can because that's, like, my favorite boxer ever. Um, but, like, if I'm, like, in a really pissed off mood and I'm in the bag or, like, I need that extra spark, then, yeah. I'll, then I'll think about, like, him or, like, other kids that used to fuck with me. Yeah. And you'd say that, like, that shit doesn't really negative affect you, any, affect you anymore. It's just kind of just for that extra energy when hitting the bag. Like, off the bag, you don't think about them at all. No, like, it definitely does affect me. Like, I'd be lying if I said it didn't. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm still, like, even through going through all that, you know, group therapy and shit, I'm still on the journey to, like, better mental health. For you know sure. What I mean? And it's, like, it's going to take me a while because, like I said, like, I, you know... A lot of people don't believe me when I say it. Like, people think I'm exaggerating. People think I'm being a baby. But, like, I've been diagnosed with PTSD by multiple, like, therapists and shit. And, like, it, it like, this, it, like, affects me, like, the same way people, like, you see in movies, like, having flashbacks from war and yeah, shit. Yeah, for like, sure. I get, like, the, like, whenever somebody, like, sometimes somebody will hit me with an insult that just hits me just, like, right the wrong way. And, like, I'll just flip out. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, I, I, I think about some of those people a lot. Much more than I should. What have you, you been doing to try to clean that shit up? Just think about the fact that I never have to see them again, and I didn't do anything wrong. They're the ones who did something wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not my fault that he did that to me. Yeah. It's his fault because he's a bad person, you know? But it's hard to accept that sometimes, that he's not going to be able to feel the same amount they of They probably pain. are going to feel that weight of guilt at some point in time. Maybe. It's just I wish he could feel the... I just wish I, just wish I could make him feel it. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's hard to accept that I can't do that, but I know that I can't do it. That makes sense. I mean, I, 
it makes sense from an outsider point of view. Like, I'm never, ever going to be able to understand that, because... Like, it fucked me up. Like, I've, I've, I'm just so fucked up from the amount of years I've been bullied, dude. I was bullied all the way from, like, second grade to, like, senior year in high school. Like, on, you know, on and off with different people and different things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just had such a big effect on me, and it made me put up so many walls, and it made me adapt, like, a real, like, hard-ass mentality of, like... I gotta be a fucking beast or else they're gonna walk all over me. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I totally get that, and it makes sense. You just kept putting up a bunch of boundaries. Exactly. And literally created a physical boundary by just being swole as fuck. Yeah, dude, I mean, when I started high school, I when I started, you know, running and stuff, I started high school. I didn't, I didn't grow, uh, I only grew half an inch in all of high school for height, but uh, I gained 50 pounds in high school. That's crazy. But I, even though I only, even though I only grew uh, like a half an inch, I gained 50 pounds. Um, from like when I started freshman year as a ba- as like a basketball player like with quotes because I didn't wasn't even on the team but like I played basketball and ran cross country and then to my senior year like running track and like lifting weights and boxing yeah you you gotta take some shrooms for sure I, I I've been telling him but I won't take shrooms I, right now yeah no nah, I, I get that I, I get worried that I'm gonna have a psychotic break if I take shrooms nah I get that it's 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 up I don't know if it's good for people with PTSD. Yeah, that's true. I Let them find that. you. Yeah, but like maybe I was th- I was talking. About, you meditate. You meditate. Yeah, I, I I do meditate. What you do for meditation? Me and Justin meditated a little bit earlier. I uh, I like to just like really try to just focus on my breathing, and if I can like focus on my breathing as like with all of my effort, like just focus on the most calming, like long, like relaxing breaths that I can, then I'm able to clear my mind. But like if I try to think about clearing my mind, then I can't do it. Like I gotta just focus on my breath. Yeah. And focus on like relaxing my muscles, like putting my head back and letting my shoulders go down and shit like a lot of boxers like develop like this hunch and shit from uh putting your hands up and like protecting yourself even when you're just shadow boxing like yeah develop like this hunch here in your shoulders and like just letting that go and like like letting the lactic acid just like relax you know in my muscles and just not being so tense all the time not like standing like this all the time and like yeah yeah just fucking like relaxing you know you take cold showers and shit no i don't take cold showers i like warm showers you you got yeah, uh, you ever try? I gotta show you. I, I've taken. I, 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 I like. I've read into the cold shower shit. Like I, I, I respect it. I, I respect people who can do it because I certainly can't. In the fucking winters, dude, I would. Nah, really, you can, bro. You I can. know, I know, I can, but like, it's just hard as shit. Cold no, showers. yeah, it's hit different. I took cold showers at Assumption for a while. They're stimulant. Take, dude. I've been doing. I gotta show you Wim Hof breathing because that's I've been lacking on the meditation. I'm familiar. I'm familiar with that actually. You do? Because that's the dude who uh, meditates under like the freezing like waterfalls yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I know, I know that dude. He's crazy. Uh, I do that shit every morning, and then I hit a cold shower, and I'm fucking like no. There's no more thoughts in my brain. Like it's literally just me perceiving everything in front of my face. You know what I'm saying? Which is fucking amazing. Like that's the way I want to live. I like to meditate in the way that Mr. Miyagi showed uh and it sounds like such a joke bro but i'm dead serious i showed justin it earlier i like to meditate in the way mr miyagi taught uh daniel in the karate kid where like when you breathe uh in you go out like this and when you breathe out it comes back to you like that and then up and down the same way that it's in and out like yeah yeah i like to meditate like that and that helps me focus on like my breathing and completely clear my mind and only focus on the motions of breathing and just moving my hands like that, not even like flexing the muscles or doing it hard, just like slowly with the breaths, you know what I mean? Yeah, give it a motion. And that really... Subconscious effect of that, like centering yourself with your hands coming back into the middle. Yeah, dude, it, and I like that meditation a lot. It definitely helps. I like it. I do um, Tumo meditation, which is like, um, 
it's a concept that there's a fire like burning in your stomach and you you breathe in five hard times to like get it going and then you breathe out on the fifth one and you hold it for as long as you can and like in my head I think about a fire like starting off super strong slowly diminishing and when I'm running out of like time to not be breathing I breathe five times harder again if like I can envision myself reigniting the fire and like it's the concept is like it can bring up your body temperature so that's the the, the why they use the fire metaphor but that way helps me like know when I should be breathing and stuff like that I tried the um like the one that like Navy SEALs use the uh it's like you breathe in for like I forget I think you like breathe in for five seconds hold it for like seven and then breathe out for seven seconds or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember the exact ratio. It's a square breath though. Yeah, this, whatever. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what it's called. You, what did you say it was called? Square breath. Yeah, I, I can't do that one very well. Like, I feel like I can't like, I feel like I'm not getting enough air to like hold that long and breathe out that much. Yeah. But uh, I like the meditation, like the, just like the, like I said, the Mr. Miyagi one, even though it sounds corny, it actually works it for works, me really it works. well. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, the square breaths help a lot. Uh, depending on what you're trying to do, you can use your breath to help you in any way shape or form like Lou taught me this thing where he, he called like before working out he would do this instead of pre-workout and stuff he'd just breathe out of his nose as hard as possible as many times as possible until like he had nothing left and then you breathe in completely and it literally just sends a jolt of energy um like you were saying with the square breaths there's different like there's different variations like you could do four in hold four five out you could do like um breathe out for eight and breathe in for four if you're trying to fall asleep i'll do that sometimes because the concept is like if you have more air going out than coming in like your your heart rate starts to slow down like there's just a bunch of things you could do to alter what state of mind you're trying to be in in for four out for eight yeah yeah what well, i like what i like for sleep is i like using like progressive muscle relaxation i don't know if yes. you yes yeah yes that shit is what's that that? that that is the shit dude you like you you can explain you want to explain it no you got it all right um like I, I learned uh, like a lot more about it in, like I, I've been doing it ever since I was a kid because my dad does it but uh I like learned a lot more about it in group therapy and stuff like they did a guided one where we uh like did it like to the like the commands of like someone like on like a voice recording and like basically the way it works is like first you like flex you like your feet and your toes as hard as you can and then you just like completely relax them and then you flex your feet and your toes and then your legs as hard as you can and then you completely relax them and then you flex like your feet and your toes and your legs and your core as hard as you can until you get to the point where you're literally flexing your entire body, including like your face, like you're literally scrunched up as hard as you can, and then you just relax, and all and you just feel like all your muscles going from tensed to just completely relaxed, and that like helps like relax my whole body and shit, especially when there's like a guided version of it with like some nice calming music in the background. Damn, that sounds sick. I wanted to try that shit out soon. I've been struggling to fall asleep lately. Not gonna lie, dude. I've noticed. Days when I've been listening to music all day, it's just taking time away from me thinking. And, like, no matter what, no matter how much, like, no matter what, every day, there needs to be a certain amount of time for my brain to think. Mm. And if I just distract myself all day, like, it's just going to hit me all at night. And, like, it's crazy. Lately, I've just been going through so many thoughts and emotions, like, before I'm trying to sleep that I cannot sleep for, like, two to three hours. And it's it's been frustrating. Sounds like they all build up in the day and then they just pour over you. That's what night. I'm saying. Like, does it cause insomnia where you're just like awake, just like tossing? I'll turn just be thinking. tossing and turning, tossing. I'll look at the clock and be like, oh, it's like one thirty, and then I'll toss and turn it, and I'll just be like mad, and I'll be like, it's two fucking thirty, and I'm still not asleep. Like, I'm like, I need to go this, to bed. Like, this happens to me. Oh my god! And then I'll just start like 
I don't know. I won't freak out, freak out, but I'll just start being like, I'll just start getting mad. You and get annoyed, I'm, yeah. Like yeah, you, once you I get annoyed, you should have been asleep like an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking. It, it, it you can think get that's what mind. it is, Ed? There's a lot of com. What's the common denominator? Because I I experienced that too. We, you think it's caffeine? We spent a lot music. of time. I don't drink. I don't drink caffeine. Music, no more caffeine. You still awake? I switched to vegan this week and it's been helping. Really? I don't know if that's with the, sleep. We, I don't know, bro. Something's been telling me to switch over. Something's just been like, you just do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I've talked about it for so long. But, and then when I, like, as I've finally done it, I've been able to put on muscle while still, like, staying lean. And my sleep's been a little bit better. So, I mean, I'm not going to argue against it, you know. But I think I've also paid attention to my music consumption because I feel like I listen to music too much. Not in a bad way, but I'm, I don't have enough, like, silent time with myself, mm-hmm. you know. So... I, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about, like, issues with sleep and shit in my, like, group therapy and stuff, and, like, insomnia and that, dude, that is literally, like, one of the worst things, like, it seems like, oh, like, you can't sleep, like, it's, like, people always say, like, oh, I couldn't sleep last night, but, like, actually, like, dealing with that shit is so hard, dude. Yeah. And that was probably, like, the worst symptom of, like, weed withdrawals was, like, being up, like, almost all night and sleeping only, like, three hours, and, like... I know this. It it seems like an, like the e- like the easy solution or like an easy way out, but like, I like they put I got put on like sleep like sleep medication like and shit from like my doctors, and it's been it like it literally is just so it's just so nice. Yeah. Like to be able like, to be able to like take this pill and know that like all right I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be asleep within an hour no matter what. Yeah, I get that for it, sure. Because like it calmed like. It calms me down the same way weed does, except I don't get like loop. I don't, not like I don't get like loopy. Like I don't like I don't like green out or anything. Like I don't yeah. like, you know, like I don't. It's not like the same way as weed. Like you're not like geeking at shit. Like you don't think everything's funny as fuck, but like it calms you down the same way weed does. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. The yeah. the one thing that I really miss about weed, bro, is how it made everything more interesting. Really? Like I felt like I could watch anything when I was high. That's so true. That's a good. Point. You analyze the fuck out of everything. I was thinking about that the other day, but you feel like you're a part of it, just like there. You're well, like first person view of everything, yeah. whatever you're watching. That's like that's the one thing I really, really miss about. You weed. could definitely get back there without weed, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've it, actually been trying to like. I so I'm not in school right now because I you go to Suffolk, right? Yeah. My one of my good friends goes to Suffolk. I think I told you that. Yeah, I think so. Um, I gotta dude, I gotta link you up with him, bro, because he's he's a he's a man, bro. You'd like him. Is a he lot. going to school? Yeah, he goes to. He's like on campus at Suffolk. Oh really? Yeah. What? He's sophomore. Yeah, you'd like him. He's a good dude. Weird. He's in the PhD. He, he's, he's in he's the PhD. Justin knows him. He's yeah. a good dude. He's a good dude. Ju- Justin, uh, we 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 went out, uh, on my birthday. Justin and, and like a bunch of the boys and me went out on his boat and shit. And that was that was fucking nice, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Roll a woody up out there. Yeah, crushing green everywhere. wood on the boat, dude. That Damn. was nice. Truly's. <laughs> 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 I haven't had a truly since then. For a long time, man. Dude, the other night somebody offered me a truly, and I was like, no thanks. <laughs> I was like, I'd rather be sober. Kind of make you feel gross, yeah, too dude, bubbly. They're, they're disgusting. My, I went home, and my mom was trying out all like the young person drinks. Like she, my mom had like a, a couple of white claws and a couple of trulys in the fridge, and I was like, what the fuck? I feel like I walked into a sorority house when I got home. <laughs> I was like, and my mom did not like any of them, and I was like, I told you. That's hilarious. Dude, white claws suck. I don't understand why anyone likes white claws. Yeah. They're literally just like this. They're literally just like alcohol for people who don't like alcohol. Yeah. Um, I can't speak on it. Yeah. Do you not? Do you not? You don't drink anymore? Nah, I don't really drink anything. I haven't drank since probably April or yeah. around that time. 
Whenever, honestly, whenever you were here last, probably. That's that's like the one. That's like the one thing that I fucking, that like I didn't drink almost all summer. Yeah. Like I went, I think like two months without, or like a month and a half without drinking because I was just smoking so much weed I didn't even need it. Yeah. And then now that like I don't smoke any weed anymore at all, I'm like, yo, like going to parties sober is like impossible. Yeah. That's that's not like the reason I drink. They're dicey situations. I'm just saying that's just like one of the, like the things that I like considered. Yeah. But anyway, like. uh so like, the, the I like literally had never met this. This is one. Of, this has had a huge effect on the way I perceive girls. Like this, the last. This is the last time I had sex. It was like a while ago. Yeah. And like, because I'm not gonna lie, the first time you came here, you were just talking about girls most of the time. Yeah. Like in numbers and shit like that. And I, I was, was. I was such dude. I know. I was such a. I was such a like a fucking. I, like, not a bad thing, but I just remember being like, oh, I don't really. Like, yeah. It's no, an evolution. It. It's an evolution. Yeah. I was like, I was just such a fuckboy in high school, dude. Like, all like, cause like, I literally. Like, it's, it's hard to, like, explain, but, like, imagine, like, so, like, I gotta try to explain to you, like, how, how terribly I got treated in, like, middle school and shit, and, like, obviously, I got absolutely no girls, because I was, like, so unpopular and getting, like, even the girls were, like, bullying me. Yeah, yeah. And then I get to high school, and then, like, now all of a sudden I got a six-pack, and, like, I do sports and stuff, and so, like, I wasn't popular, like, at school, but, like, I went from, like, girls not even considering talking to me to, like, having more girls talking to me that I knew what to do with. Yeah. And so, like, I got easily consumed by it. And yeah, like, yeah, for sure. That external validation. And that's, like, another crutch. Damn. Yeah. I totally get that, because if... Yeah. Because like, if that's something you get bullied for, is not having girls, and then you get girls, like, obviously you're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, dude. You know? Like, I... Dude, I, like, I when I when I used to rap, dude, I like, one of the last songs I ever wrote, I had a line in it, I was, like, where I was, like... I was, like, what the fuck, boy? I went from getting called faggot to fucking so many bitches, they call me fuck boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, cuz like That's a bar. That's I went a bar. dude, like I went from like literally a girl, I went from like literally not even being able to talk to girls at all to like having like 16 bodies in high school, bro. Jesus. Like fucking shit was such a crazy like switch from this to that. Yeah. And like dude, like it's such it's like a weird du- like the double standard shit is totally real, bro. Yeah. Like I literally like sold myself out like a fucking hoe. Like yeah. snapping girls like cuz girls only cared about like my body, dude. Like they didn't care about me, bro. Like, I would just send girls pictures of my abs because I knew that's, like, what they cared about. You know what I mean? That's wild. What culture am I getting myself into? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. Like, this is, like, yeah. what I'm seeking out and enjoying. You know what I mean? And I was, like, I don't want to, like, I don't even care if this is what's popular, bro. I'd rather just, I'd rather, like, talk to a girl that I value than this. For sure. And so, right. like, I haven't, like, I haven't, like, I've had, like, multiple opportunities, like, to have sex since then. And I just... I just haven't yet. Bro, you know. it's an addiction. Just trying to find addiction. a lady. You get a hit of dopamine every time, like, yeah. you get yeah. the outcome that you want, and then it just it keeps going. You seek that outcome over and over and over. Yeah, dude. And it's like, it's like yeah, that's it becomes exactly your it, it becomes your motivation. That's it, dude. Like, I used to, like, fucking, like, I, like, and I sometimes I still fall back into the trap, and I got to catch myself later, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, earlier I showed Justin some wicked braggy shit about this stripper that I fucked back in the day. Yeah. Like, and, like, that was just me, like, falling back into that trap of, like, me, like, bragging about mm-hmm. chicks and stuff. Yeah. But, like, there was literally no reason for me to show him that vi- like video. That just trip. today that happened. Yeah, like, and you just called it out like yourself. Yeah, like yeah. right now. And when you did it, were you like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Yeah, like right after, I was like, "Why did I just show him?" There's no reason <laughs> for me to show and him. And you said that out loud. No, in like my mind. Oh, uh, uh, damn. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the fucking. That's progress. It is. If man. you call yourself out on everything, that's progress. You know. I tr- dude. I tried it. Like nobody's as hard on me as I am on myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And that's like one thing that I definitely struggle with, like in boxing and shit, is like people will, will like 
you know, watch my videos and be like, damn, like, that's a great combination. And I'm like, yeah, but I fucked up this, 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 and this, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, my parents will come downstairs and watch me and they'll be like, oh, we're so impressed. And I'm like, oh, that was a shitty-ass, like, you know, session on the bag, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like, the tough part about being, like, a perfectionist about your workouts is, like, I mean, I'm sure you guys get it. Like, you plan on hitting a number in the gym that day. Say you don't hit it, like, you're pissed, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. say you plan on totally benching, sure. like, 225 that day for, like, five reps and you only get it for three. You're like, damn, like, I'm not as strong as I thought I was. You know what I mean? Even though that's still impressive as fuck, like. No, yeah, I totally yeah. feel you with that. I know Justin feels me on that shit. You, for just, sure. you hold yourself to a standard yeah. in your own head, and then when you don't meet it, your own mind will attack you for it. Exactly. You just gotta realize that you're enough. Like I just honestly, I kind of gave up it. on numbers. I just kind of look at visual progression in the like the scale, bro. Like there's a scale at my gym that tells me body fat percentage and my muscle mass, and if I see the progress on there and I see that progress in the mirror, I could care less about like the numbers I'm putting up. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, here's the thing about here's the thing about that, bro. Like in my mind, dude, I used to fucking I I got on that shit wicked early, like the body fat percentage and shit. Like I started doing that shit like freshman year of high school, bro. Like when I started running cross country and like get, when I finally like saw my abs for the first time and stuff, I got so obsessed with it. Like I I literally one time like I literally like my mom didn't want me to take creatine and like I literally was like begging my mom like to buy me more like to let me get more creatine because I was like I can't go to the beach like without, like, taking creatine, like, I'm not secure about, like, my body and shit without, yeah. like, me being, like, juiced up, you know what I mean? Even though I wasn't taking, like, steroids, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, creatine doesn't even do that much, you know? Yeah, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, I feel like creatine did a lot for me, but I feel like it doesn't do a lot. Yeah, for but, like, people. for going to it's the... It's not, like, a steroidal substance. No, I know, but I mean, like, weeks of, like, taking creatine. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, um... What, fucking, what do you like, use for supplements now? Nothing. You're nothing. Nothing. I don't. I uh, I eat a protein bar like once a day. I don't drink protein shakes. I don't do pre workout. What do you I, eat then? Uh, just like, f fucking like, uh, my dad makes like, pretty good food. Like like pretty like healthy stuff. Like I'd say most of my diet is probably like. I don't. I I do intermittent fasting, um, so like I don't eat a lot. I probably eat like two thousand calories a day. Yeah. I eat a lot of peanut butter crackers, honestly. If I'm being real, bro, <laughs> just like for a little, bit, for there. like for some like essential carbs and protein for my workouts, and then like I eat like like I said like a a good protein bar like every day, and then like dinner and like some snacks. But like I eat like a, I don't know like I don't really follow that strict of a diet at all, just because of like how hard body uh, boxing is on my body. Yeah, yeah. Like you you can just like eat like. Not whatever you want, but like you can. I get eat, you, like, you. You got you got yeah, free you got range. range. And it was the same thing in cross country. I dude, no, in cross country, I could eat whatever I wanted yeah. to, and it didn't matter. Yeah, dude, when I I would run like that, uh, yeah, you could eat whatever you want because you're just you're past the point of burning fats, bro. You're burning like you're tapping into your muscle mass too. Exactly, yeah. Which is crazy. oh for sure. I used to um I used to like have to cut my muscle at the beginning of every season. Like my coach would be like Forrest, like you gotta stop lifting for a couple weeks and like just run. And shit, and that was hard. That was wicked hard, dude. To like stop, like to just cut, like Damn. I would like over the span of a couple of weeks, cut like a lot of weight. Yeah. And uh, then I just stopped doing that. Like my senior year, I was like, I'm sorry, like coach, I'm not cutting this year. Like I'm, I'll see how run, how well I can run with the muscle. And then I got my fucking personal best, like even with the additional muscle because I worked harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's sick. You had fucking more horsepower. Yeah, That's bro. crazy. People used to tell me in high school that it sounded like a water buffalo was running behind them. <laughs> 
because fuck, dude, no, it wasn't even that I was that big. It's just no one in cross country was big. Yeah, no one in cross. Like you saw that picture of my team, bro. Like, no, yeah, I mean, I my sister used to run cross country. Yeah, I'd go to did. meets, bro. Like everyone there is just long and lanky, you yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. I totally get that shit. That's especially cross country too. Like that's what gives you an advantage in the sport. So like that's I was the demographic. I was five seven, and I was the heaviest kid on the team. And there was kids on the team that were like six three. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Some just a bag of bones. Facts. Damn. Yeah. But this was sick, bro. I'm dude, glad you really want to get your story out like that. I'm glad, dude. I'm glad that I got the opportunity, man. Of I appreciate course, it. Of Keeping course. Of course. And if any time you want to fucking come back on, because of course you're still going through all of this, you know. Yeah, bro. And like, fucking, it, dude. Sounds like boxing is like the way. You know what I'm saying? I like, love it, dude. It's your way it. out of everything. It's done so much more for me than I ever would have thought, dude. Like, besides just the workouts, like, the confidence and everything, like, affects, like, every part of my life, dude. Yeah, for sure. It's, like, like for me, working out, I love it so much because when I go to the gym, all I have to think about is the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, I leave schoolwork. I leave any social life. Like, I leave my phone in my locker. I've stopped listening to music. Like, I'm just there, and it's the happiest I am. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, bro. I feel you. So. Like, yeah, I just, like... Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I got my gym in my basement and shit. I don't go to, I don't pay for a gym membership anymore because I put so much stuff into my house now. But like, I like, I'll like, yeah, I'm not really on my phone at all. Like, I, I sometimes I'll listen to music, but it's usually like when I've got other people working out with me, like just to like get a vibe going in there. You yeah, know yeah, I, mean? I get you. But like, I don't really listen to music when I'm working out by myself. That's the, that's fucking raw. That's raw as fuck. Mm. I just got this switch in my mind that I can turn on and off. That's sick. Like, Justin's seen me do the, cra- like, how I can do, like, the crazy and shit, like. He's got crazy, he's got crazy for us. I can just, sw- I can just, like, switch it on and off, dude. Like, I can, like, you'll see it in my eyes. <laughs> he's got a flame inside of him that he I sometimes can... just feeds gas and Damn. then fucking fires up. You just turn it on. Dude, like, the only way I can explain it is, like, with this one, this is the only way I can possibly explain it. Like, to give you a good example, like, I hadn't deadlifted in four months, and then I went to the gym, like, a powerlifting gym with my friends. And, uh, I had, I had, uh, I was in the process of quitting my job because they were treating me like absolute shit and they were promoting so many people that had been there for less years ahead of me. And I hadn't deadlifted in months and I deadlifted 460, which oh was a, God. which was a, Holy shit. a 45 pound PR and I hadn't deadlifted in months and you were fine and no straps either. You fuck your back. You huh? deadlifted lifted 460 for us. Yeah. With no straps. And, uh, I don't think I had a belt on either. Dude, that's fucking crazy. No, I had a belt on, but no straps. Yeah. Dude, you gotta. You should power lift. You should do competitions nah, like dude, that. You're a like fucking it. It, hurts, it hurts so bad, dude. Yeah, I bet that fucking shit. Maybe get you on a stage somewhere dude. doing something. Bro, it's just I enjoy being like a jack of all trades. Like I enjoy yeah. being able to run, lift, and hit. You know what I mean? Like, I told Justin this earlier. You just fucking pick what you want to get your ass beat in it, and I'll do it. Dude, I fuck with that. Dude, like it's basically like, this is like the only like, this is like I try to be like this is the only like braggy shit I try to say anymore. Like I try to like. You remember all the bullshit lines I used to have at Assumption where I used to be like, I'm 175 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. You remember when I used to say that shit, dude? Yeah, but, like, we didn't, like, think you were, like, trying to project on, like... Yeah, I was just fucking around. Yeah, we, we knew you were fucking around with it, you know? But, like, this is, like, the last shit, like, this is, like, the only shit I try to keep saying is, like, I'm the, one of the only people in the world that's ran a mile under five minutes, deadlifted over 450 pounds, and sparred to the professional heavyweight. Like, I love being a jack-of-all-trades like that. Yeah, that's fire. Damn. That's sick. You should write that shit That's on your wall. That's some internal validation right there. Yeah, hell yeah. Keep that shit with yourself forever. This podcast is the fucking shit.
<laughs> yeah, this podcast is fire. Damn, but uh, uh, did you pick a song? Do you know about that? That I got the songs. What'd you pick? Star Shopping by Lil Peep. Great what, selection. You fuck with that? It's Great my favorite selection. song of all time. That's why I got a little Peep tattoo on my back. That's fire. Here's the thing, Forrest. I like Little Peep, Little Peep's music, but I think like subconsciously it keeps you in that depressive state. I don't listen to him that much anymore. No, I'm not. I'm not saying you do, but I just, for me at least, I felt like his music is all sad. Like it is. What he talks sad. about himself dying and yeah, like a lot is, of sad. negative subconscious shit that could affect you. You know, it's and just, I just yeah. The reason there's addiction I, to it. Yeah, the reason I like Lil Peep so much is because I feel like me and him like felt things the exact same way. Um, if you want like something good to end on, I wrote uh, like a tribute to Lil Peep like when he died, like a, like a song in my phone. Well, it's not long at all. Just read it. I'm all right, I can read it's it. It's your up. podcast, man. All right. I'll read. I'll read this shit out. Let me just find it real quick. All right. So little peep's first name was Gus. Just this will make it more sense. All right. If I could bring Gus back, I would just try to explain how he saved me from so much fucking pain. How he stopped me from putting a shot in my brain. All the nights I stayed up listening to his songs in the rain. God bless him. Now he's star shopping in the night sky. Me and Peep had a like minds. There will never be another one in my lifetime, I swear. Everyone meets their fate for a reason, but God, I really wish that Peep could have kept breathing. Me and him were the same. We shared the same fucking demons, the kind of depression that'll eat you. But when I heard his voice, I heard something to believe in. 21 years old, dead from his fucking pills. A young king of music, I guess life is too fucking real. Because sometimes I felt like he felt my pain for me. Girls could block my number, but his songs would never ignore me. So on those long nights where everything was dark and stormy, it was just me and Peep, no one else, end of story. I wish I could just tell him one time how he still loved, how his music still plays out in all the fucking clubs, how he was never, no how he was always number one and there was never a runner-up, how he's an inspiration for everyone coming up. I wish I could just tell him how it all affected me. Rest in peace, Peep, I'll never forget this tragedy. Damn. This. Bro, that was more than just writing some shit. Like, that was long, like... That shit had some yeah connection behind it. I wrote that because this kid in my school who was rapping was making a tribute song to like the rappers who had recently died, and it was like X, Juice World, and Lil Peep, and his verse was about Lil Peep, and I was like, dude, this is not good at all. Like, you gotta fucking, you gotta put more into that that's if you want to pay him his re proper respect. Damn, that's He just fire. didn't know enough about him, mm. so I sent him that. Well, I mean, his name and his image. Yeah, like the name. If you, if you just hear someone's name, like Lil Peep, like. No, I, and I, I did the same thing yeah. for a long time. Yeah, until I really a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. That's Ooh, why I yeah. got it. That's why I got it tatted on me to forever honor him. That's damn. I respect the fuck out of that. This was dope. I really respect it, bro. Thanks, bro. I have this ship up soon. Sounds good. Peace out. No, I did this all by myself. Matter of fact, I ain't never asked no one for help, and that's why I don't pick up my phone when it rings. None of my exes is overlooked. Nobody flexing as much as I be. That's why she text me and tell me she love me She know that someday I'll be over the sea Making my money and smoking my weed I think it's funny, she open up to me Get comfortable with me once I got it coming I love her, she love me, I know that I'm nothing Like someone the family want me to be If I find a way, would you walk in with me? Look at my face while you talking to me Cause we only have one conversation a week